0: to the Ruby Source podcast. Today I'm joined by Benji Lewis who is a Senior Software Engineer at Zappi. Welcome to the show Benji, thanks a lot for joining me. Yeah thanks for having me Simon.
1: it's a pleasure to be here.
0: So um, I'm going to go straight into a bit about um, your journey to date and you would just like to start from the top really. So um, yeah tell me a bit more yeah. about how you got into programming and, and that sort of thing
1: yeah so i I think that it all started I think when I was in grade three or year three in South Africa and uh, I got like a radio for my birthday and was just fascinated by how these how this electronic system worked um and kind of always knew that I wanted to go into electrical engineering or something in that um in that in that nature from a from a young age I think and then it was in like year nine I don't know what the they're called in in the uk but grade nine in south africa uh, 2009 (laughs) um i i we had like a coding course at my school um and we learned how to how to program in java very basic um kind of starting from the very bottom and yeah i guess that was where the the love for coding first started um, yeah, so carried on doing that through my school and eventually ended up studying electrical and computer engineering at u t t which is the University of cape Town um and yeah the the course kind of really laid the foundation for for my coding future really um did a lot of projects at university on on embedded systems, so writing c firmware, um doing bits of Java here and there and And yeah, also Python um, at university. Um so, yeah, that's I guess where the where the real love for coding first started nice.
0: And so the languages that you first started with were were Java and Python. so w- when did you get into yeah. Ruby?
1: um Ruby started when i when I joined Zappy. so so I finished university and uh, kind of took a little bit of a few a bit of time off, took three months off, kind of got back from this great trip. and initially was trying to find uh, find jobs in the uh, electrical or well, the digital embedded firmware space um which i don't know if anyone knows the scene in cape town but the the industry is pretty lacking over there um it's either you're working kind of in a warehouse uh, in the middle of nowhere or you're working for some kind of military based company which which ideologically for me wasn't really there <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, the startup scene at that time it was what uh, twenty twenty sixteen twenty seventeen and Cape Town was really kind of picking up you know quite a few startups with offices in the city um, and yeah one of the one of the guys that I studied with um, had ended up working at Zappi. and he he kind of mentioned to me that he's sure that I would love it and get on well with everyone there so so popped in for an interview and and yeah kind of fell in love with the company. Immediately, really, um, and they use Ruby and Rails um, and bits of Python too. So that was where I first kind of fell in love with Ruby, I guess.
0: So you 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 started at Zappi and you'd never done anything Ruby related prior to that, then.
1: Yeah, um, it was actually really funny because I hadn't done much coding before my interview, and I kind of rocked up to this interview you know, in shorts and a t-shirt and they were like, so what programming language do you want to do the test in? And I was kind of like, well, I guess like Python or C or something like, I I probably won't remember the exact syntax, but like, ask me the questions. I'm sure I'll be able to answer them. And they were just, they were happy with me writing like pseudo code and, you know, really poking the more understanding rather than the language. Um, so yeah, completely learned Ruby on the job. Um, I think it took me it probably took me like a good six months before i got the full the full swing of it really nice nice okay cool
0: and would you say that the passion for computers and tech came from that first radio then
1: yeah i guess so hey i guess so um yeah i guess we were when i was growing up the the kind of electrical space or digital space was kind of you know just just starting to boom really we're still watching tv on those crt screens mm-hmm. um, and yeah yeah that was that was that that really fascinated me so definitely was that digital space kind of that radio really was what set me off into that world
0: brilliant and um how would you describe zappy to people that have never heard of the company what what would you say that that they do and um you know what what are you up to there
1: yeah so so zappy is uh, an online market research uh, automation platform um, and essentially, we help creators make better decisions about whatever it is that they're creating, um, and we do this through our um, really fast survey platform. So, so we've got a bunch of research products on our system um, mm-hmm. that are that are optimized for different types of testing. So you can test, you know, what 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 your concepts. So, like maybe you've got a new burger flavor that you want to launch, and you want to see how that works. Um, with an audience, or maybe you've got just like a static image or advert campaign that you want to test with with real people. Um, we'll run those through our products on our platform, and get the get surveys answered by um, paid respondents on the other side. And then once those people have answered the surveys, they'll kind of get back into our platform, and you can interrogate the data um, through our through our analysis platform, where where we can provide insights and. You can really look into different, how different people responded to different parts of the adverts and and these types of things. Sure,
0: and you're based in London yourself, but do Zappi have teams and offices yeah. overseas as well? <laughs>
1: um, I so I actually started off in I started off in the Cape Town office. We've got mm-hmm. our CTO is based in Cape Town. He moved there after um i think zappy was two previous companies when they merged he went back to cape town and started a software office there um so when i joined there were about 14 people in the cape town office um and then 2 years after that i moved to london which is where the company's headquartered um and and we've also got another software branch here mm-hmm. um and then outside of that we've got a few engineers working remote around the world canada um we've got someone in uh, Santiago in Chile uh, a few people scattered throughout Europe um and and we've got a quite a big sales team that's that's located around the states mainly in Boston sure um and then i think we've got, yeah we've got a, we've got a team in in the APAC region so in Singapore is where they're based so we're kind of like scattered a bit th- throughout the world
0: nice and um you've been working recently on a quite an interesting project using ruby redis and roaring bitmaps um can you tell me a bit more about that project and yeah and and what you've been up
1: to yeah absolutely um so so yeah there's quite a bit of a backstory to the project really it's uh you know I, I, I started my my career at Zappy in the reporting analysis uh, space, which is where we do a lot of our data computation and data storage. um and and in the in the initial platform or the current platform, the the type of analysis that people are doing is they're comparing like they're looking at their single survey that they ran at a particular point in time and maybe comparing that with one or two other surveys. And um, but yeah, that's. As time has gone by, we've wanted to kind of increase the the offering that we have. Um, and we'd like to be able to kind of access all of our data um, at the same time and do some real-time analysis over over everything rather than just segmenting them over um, small bits of data. So we've got a c- kind of like a moonshot r and d team um, called zappy x, which is which is named after the Google X X company. Um, which is where yeah, they do their nice. kind of crazy moonshot things, yeah, um, and and yeah, it's actually the old CTO, well, our ex CTO, kind of moved into this, started off this team and has been has been working on really innovative projects in the Zappy space, and and he came up with the idea of of using um, two different unique technologies in conjunction to build a really interesting platform, and those were. Um, Bitmaps, which is a way to represent data with ones and zeros, and and graph databases, which is a way to kind of describe the kind of connections between different data points, um, and you're kind of able to traverse this graph with a really unique, more interesting query language, um, and the combination of these two things led us to to kind of discovering that, firstly, on the on the bitmap side of things, we we were able to compress our entire data set um into into what was when we when we loaded most of the things it was around 80 gigabytes instead of being in the orders of terabytes. Mm-hmm. Um, There's like a 180x compression factor on that. Um, and then because it's all stored in bits um and it's all uncompressed in these in this bit format, you can do some really interesting things with bit ops. So you can kind of to your data in real time using bitwise operations. Um, so, so you can kind of ask it very specific questions like, um, I want to know about all the people who answered a question, uh, who answered a question from the United States um, that were asked in the salty snacks category and, um, and, and who were male you could you could kind of ask it to fetch all this data filter it down and it would come back in like nine milliseconds so it's all wow. super fast
0: nice okay that seems, seems seems very interesting um yeah and 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 off the back of that you spoke about this project at rubicon um in the us last year how was that
1: yeah, it was it was it was an amazing experience. Um it it was my first time uh, attending a RubyConf actually and also giving a presentation at a conference too. So it was a lot of um and it was also my my first time in the states really. So it was a lot of firsts and like a whole bunch of new experiences. Um so so yeah, it, it was really amazing overall. Um it was obviously quite nerve-wracking getting on the stage and um with all the lights on you and speaking in front of people. Um and and yeah, so obviously once the nerves had kind of settled and subsided and I'd kind of got the talk done, it was it was amazing. I mean, yeah, the Ruby the 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 Houston Ruby was I mean, yeah, just the the people that were there were super friendly and you know, interested in the talk that I gave. Um, lots of really good questions following it. People bumping into me throughout the event, kind of wanting to know more, uh, see how they could play around with it. Um, so yeah, from that from that perspective, it was it was amazing.
0: And was there anyone that you talked to after the conference that you know after your you spoke? Was there anyone that um, had done anything similar, maybe in the US or um, or, or anywhere? I suppose.
1: Um, no one had really done anything of that of that nature before um Mm. you know some people had worked with bitmaps some people had worked with graph technologies but but never in conjunction as this type of a data index really um so so from that perspective not really um yeah
0: okay okay
1: and keen to hear about
0: rubyconf and 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 you speaking and and what you've obviously mentioned that 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 you you know it was um uh, slightly difficult or challenging what did you what did you like about doing the this, this speaking for the first time
1: yeah so i think that one of the main things that i really liked is that when you're putting together your presentation it really you really need to kind of take a few steps back because you know we were working on this project for like a year and a half We were super deep in the zone on it um, and to kind of take a step back and try explain this project to a bunch of people from first principles who probably have no context around the, the kind of deep technical project that we had. I think that whole process was really, was really valuable. Um, it also was, I think, you know, a test of my, uh, you know, public speaking ability, um, I, I guess I've never done that kind of a thing before. I mean I used to, you know, speak at s- smaller events. Um uh, but but yeah getting getting in front of people like that was definitely pushing me out of the comfort zone. Um and yeah the other bits that I really enjoyed about it was was obviously the, you know meeting the other speakers. There was like a speakers dinner where we got to meet some of the some of the the it, I would say an inverted commas influences in the Ruby space and people that are working on like really incredible open source projects that are pushing kind of what Ruby can do as a language and how it works. And, and, and ultimately it kind of gave me a a new perspective on, on the programming language language because everyone says that one of the main good things about Ruby is that it's got such an amazing community. And to see the people that have, you know, dedicated their careers to the open source um packages that they're developing, you know, like JRuby, um or C Ruby, there's a guy that I met that um built Dragon Ruby, which is like a gaming engine built in Ruby, which, you know, I don't think many people would 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 think off the bat of doing something like that. So, so kind of seeing how these people are so passionate about the language and the community um, really opened my eyes to 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 what a great um, environment the Ruby the Ruby group is.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure, great. Yeah, absolutely, great community. Um, are there any conferences that you'd that you've lined up so far, or
1: that you'd like to talk uh, in the future? Um. I haven't lined anything up as of yet. I was I was hoping to, to speak at Brighton Ruby but um but sadly the, the timings don't work out and I need to be elsewhere, which is a real pity because I've heard amazing things about about that event. Um I I'm definitely keen to to speak at a few, maybe a few more meetups. There's um the Bristol West Side meetup, I think, is the name of it, um, which I would love to go chat to. Um and then I, I think, you know, in terms of more ruby events obviously it would be a dream to go to ruby kaiji in japan yeah, which sure. is like the main the main ruby event um i'm not sure if i'd have the courage to speak at that just yet <laughs> uh would need to come up with a really meaty topic for that one yeah yeah for sure. um, um but you know there's there's also some 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 conferences around europe which which are also looking really interesting like Euroku, um or maybe even a rails conf which is in happening pretty soon in atlanta i think um but yeah at the end of the day i think that my my kind of my my dream conference to speak at would would be qcon um, which actually there's one that happens in london Uh, Mm -hmm. it's not specifically on, on on ruby or rails and whatnot it's more of a software architecture um conference um but but yeah that's that i've that's one of my favorite events and yeah, it would be a dream to speak there one day. Perfect.
0: Perfect. It sounds like you've got the uh the speaking bug, yeah. Um I
1: I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's a bug or if it's um, it's just an exciting, you know, it's a quite an easy thing to say put a goalpost on, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure.
0: And um I'm keen to I suppose follow up to this to understand a bit more about your um your future at zappy and 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 what that looks like um tell me tell me a bit more about that
1: yeah so i mean i've it's quite uh, uncommon in the in the software engineering space to stay at a company for so long i mean i've been there for for like 6 years now um and yeah, wow. and yeah I, I really must give kudos to to zappy for for maintaining the culture that they have you know, I joined when there were like 60 people and now there's like 350 people. Um, and we seem to be going from strength to strength. We just closed our, our series C fundraiser. Um, so, so we kind of got the the leeway to work on the things that are really going to make the business succeed in the future going forward. Um, so, so off the bat of that, and also the, 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 topic that i spoke about and worked this project that i've been working on in the zappy x team is that um i've started a new Well, we've started a new a new team at zappy called the data engine team Um, and we're we're pretty much working in the same space as the previous project um but but we're doing it with um you know slightly bigger vision um the the innovation team that work that we did really validated the fact that we needed to do something and that there's this project in the measure store which is the internal name for the for that old system. Um, that we need we need something like that to to kind of achieve our goals. Um, and this team is going to be, you know, making that a reality. And I'm working with two two great colleagues that we've all been at Zappi for a long time, um, and lots of analysis and data data experience in the business so it's a really dynamic team we're moving super fast and it's it's really exciting and um, and then you know what's what's next um i am not i'm not so sure really i'm uh, uh I, I don't really have any um vision beyond zappy i just want to you know my, my head is down on on the zappy project and would really like to see that succeed um, I definitely think that at some point I'd like to, you know, move into a, you know, green energy, um, you know, having have working in something that's got a bit of a societal impact and um working with something that's that that can make the world a greener place. Um I think that's a, a something that I'm really passionate about. Passionate. And whether that happens as a side project or it turns into something full time down the line, I'm not so sure um but but yeah it would i would love to work in that type of a space
0: yeah yeah i mean i i obviously being in recruitment speak to you know developers um every day and try to understand what their um what where their passion lies and you know what they are looking for in their next role um and i think this type of societal impact and um you know, social responsible type company comes up a lot, and it has done a lot more in the past year or two than it than it did before. Um, do Do you think that? It, so, do you think that that's a passion of yours outside of outside of your career as well, or do you think as a as a developer, you think that you can make a change, and that's what you'd like to do?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it's certainly something that i'm I'm passionate outside of just the software engineering space. um sadly I'm not that active in doing in doing in doing much about it. you know i I do my best to recycle, reduce waste, and mm-hmm. use clean modes of transport. um but but, you know, in this world, it's really hard to 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 you know fully make a big difference without without kind of um, I don't know. Committing your life to the to the to the goal, really to the cause uh, yeah. for the cause, yeah, yeah, um it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting point because I think that you know I think that and um and and this is you know, this is a thought that I've had on like just a second, so it's not not a really mature thought, but um, I think that we've seen the startup boom, we've seen the you know the dot com bubble and and all these you know high growth startups. Succeeding in raising lots of money, and I think that people are engineers, young engineers are coming through and probably trying to you know find some more um different ways of 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 using their skills um, to give back to the world and um you know try have a a more positive impact in that way. Um, so so yeah, i'm I'm not surprised to hear that it's such a common um thing that you you speak with other people about,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, Benji, um thank you. coming on um it's been a a pleasure to to talk with you
1: yeah nice Um, to chat with you someone thanks for having me let's let's uh yeah absolutely yeah awesome thanks man and good luck with the rest of the the podcast thank you